And we'll do it live. Awesome. <laughs> and this is Dirty Water Cooler, episode number one hundred and ninety-nine. Whoa! Right? Whoa! Dude, we we almost hit in two hundred. We're already getting phone calls. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so today's topic is how to get hired at a WordPress-focused company. We're gonna go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced, and we'll go from there. We we do alphabet quarter, and um, hey, Bridget, we have a B today. What's up, Bridget? Tell Hi. us all about yourself. Hi, Bridget Willard. <laughs> okay, whoever's doing that needs to whoever's stop. Whoever's doing that, stop. Hi, my name is Bridget Willard, and I'm the marketing manager for WordPress, a plug-in development shop in San Diego. Bridget Willard, message. Oh. Oh. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Steve's been waiting to say that. I'm so sorry nobody ever calls the house phone. That's all right. That's all right. What about you, Chris Ford? My name is Chris Ford. I work. Uh, I'm actually just started doing some part-time work over at Reactive Studios, supporting their Design Palette Pro plugin. And the rest of the time, I freelance at CreativityIncluded.com. Very nice. What about you, Chris Lama? Hi there. I'm Chris Lama, and I blog over at ChrisLama.com and consult with a variety of WordPress companies. Very nice. What about you, Dave? I'm Dave. I'm a software engineer and back-end developer with ServerPress, and we build desktop server and WP SiteSync. Sweet. Mr. Cosper, how about you? I'm Jason Cosper. I'm the developer advocate over at WP Engine, and uh, there are people sawing next door, so this is going to be super awesome. Awesome. What about you, Russ? Hey, man, I'm Dustin Meza, and I'm the lead guy over here in support. <laughs> Anyways, um, my name is Russ. I work at uh, Web Dev Studios, and um, part of my journey of becoming a better WordPress uh, employee was to get an actual WordPress job, which made me think of this idea for a show topic. And I will be in San Blame Diego this weekend. It's all Russ's fault. Blame the Russ. Sarah, what about you? Hi, I'm Sarah Weefald. I work at Zeek Interactive as production manager, and I got a job at a WordPress-focused company. Nice. So it's going to be the Sarah show. <laughs> She's actually done this. Awesome. What about you, Say? <sighs> My name's Say Reed, and I make WordPress, love WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress, on Say Reed Media, add all the things, what, what, peace, peace, yeah. Nice. Steve, what about you? I am Steve Zengen. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress meetup. And tonight is the developer meetup run by Brandon and Jeff at Crash Labs in Costa Mesa. D-me! Doesn't it look like Steve's about ready to get like his photo taken or something with that really <laughs> awesome background? <laughs> I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at jasontucker.us, and I blog over at jasontucker.us, and I also tweet at jasontucker. So, man, Steve's, Steve's background just kind of threw me off a little bit there. <laughs> so we're going to talk you. a little bit about uh, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about um, how people can get hired at a, a WordPress-focused company, but um, more uh, more so um, how you can kind of prepare yourself to become a person that would want to be hired at a WordPress-focused company. Well, it depends what you want to do. 
Yeah. Depends on what WordPress focus company means. And that's yeah. what's really Steve, cool about this topic. Take it away. <laughs> no, just... According to Wikipedia. No. <laughs> well well so so I think a lot of people start off with their job and they're like in charge of running the blog or they're in charge of doing something small WordPress related and they see how much fun it is or they, they do a lot of research and stuff and I think that's what that's ex exactly what got me into wanting to have a WordPress job. Sarah will tell you her job is all fun. Yeah, it's 100% fun, all, <laughs> nonstop, all day long. No, no, seriously though. Like I, I decided. I, I knew for many years that I that get, getting into web development or some sort of technology related field was going to be the thing that got me out of the music industry. Which, as much as I loved working in the music industry, uh, it just was not. How do you say? Um, for sustainable you? for Reliable. human life. That's what happens. Yeah. So I started going yes. to the meetup and learning more about the whole WordPress thing, and you know, quickly thing. maybe maybe development for money is you know not my strong suit. So um, now I'm a production manager. See, I think that's the key thing about working at a WordPress-focused company is that you can be in the WordPress culture and you don't necessarily have to be a WordPress developer because within a WordPress company, you take on, there's all the different roles. There's, um, you know, pro Marketing. production managers. I was getting to you, Bridget. Hold on. <laughs> I was about to say there's marketing, like Bridget at WordPress. Segue. There you go. Yeah, for me, I did writing. So I obviously I'm not trying to be a developer, but I just started writing, and then they asked me to write, and they asked me to write some more, and well, do social media, and there you go. Now I'm here. Bridget, you're you're a perfect example of what I was talking about, though. You were working somewhere else, doing some kind of WordPress things, and well, it, but but you happened to meet the right people, and things got connected, and because you do good work, you you got a WordPress job. I think that you are a perfect example of how to how to further your career and make it an actual WordPress dedicated job instead of just saying I do this on the weekends. Right, and and obviously it's not entirely serendipity. I've worked like a dog, <laughs> um, building up my portfolio, writing on BridgetWiller.com, and and so I've been out there for years. I've been going to WordCamps. I wasn't trying to get in WordPress specifically, but I knew I would need it in order to level up my skills to leave office work. Sure. The the one thing I would I would caution is in order for you to get a non-developer job at a WordPress oriented company, you have to be looking at a company that is ready to pay money for those jobs, right? So the two-person, three-person, four-person startups often aren't in a place yet to be able to hire a full-time marketing manager or a full-time content writer, etc. So while I know the topic is getting involved at a WordPress-oriented company, there are a lot of WordPress jobs at non-WordPress-focused companies. Yeah, as that's a, me. As an interesting next step before the companies you want to work for get big enough to be able to hire you if you're not a developer. And, but, and also, uh, and to add what Chris just said, the size of the company isn't always the determining factor. You need a company that values that non-developer yes. job. Yes. Definitely. That's actually well, how actually, I... Mm, go ahead. 
Okay, I was going to say that's actually how I got my start in WordPress. Uh, I was working at uh, a hosting company. I was working at DreamHost. Uh, I was the guy um, who had the most experience with WordPress, and WordPress had only been a thing for two years. But they were like, hey, you've installed and actually used WordPress. Want to be our WordPress guy? <laughs> and I went, yeah, sure. That sounds cool. Yep. yep. Well, see... Because um, kind of talking about what Chris was saying there, you know, the cool thing about the WordPress community is that, um, you know, you're you're going to WordCamps and you can actually start to meet and connect with people who are building larger companies, and they may not be the size of Web Dev Studio or Crowd Favorite, but they're still small, you know, two to three to four person teams, and a lot of those times those people are developers, are WordPress developers or designers who are looking for adjunct skill sets where someone can speak the language of WordPress and gets WordPress, which is a specific type of community as we talk about all the time, um, and then, uh, but, but doing the skills like with what Bridge is doing. So I actually think there is more of a role sometimes for people in the adjunct uh, fields of promotion and development in the WordPress world than you think about because um, people do need to team up and, and start to build those little companies. So WordPress is still in a place where you can get in on that. And, now. Well, well, and, and another thing, too, is I've discovered you don't necessarily have to get a full-time position at a WordPress company. Um, I start, like I said, I started a couple months ago doing part-time support with Reactive Studios. And so that takes up, you know, 15 hours a week, and it leaves me the rest of the time to do freelance. So you don't necessarily have to go full bore 40 hours a week mm -hmm. at a company. You can pick up, you know, part-time regular freelance work with one of them. Right. Well, well not, not only that, but I mean, like, you don't have to actually work for a WordPress company. You can go meet the people over at, like, Tribe um, that, that do uh, the events calendar. And, I mean, you think that they're a small modern team. Modern Yeah, Modern Tribe. Or you can go work at Yoast or something. I mean, it's still WordPress, but it's not like a, a development company. It's a single plugin or product. And I think that's a good way to segue into things too. And based on what Sage just said, there you know there there are a lot of these you know two or three person shops or small development teams that are creating products for WordPress. I think it creates an, a unique opportunity to create your own job, right? Mm -hmm. To go approach some of those people and say, hey, I have this discipline that I think is a good fit for you. Would you be willing to you know hire me part time? Uh, I did that when I was talking to Jason Canill. I just went crazy. Like he goes, "You do social media because they hired me as a writer." I'm like, "I do social media." And then this like amazing moment of courage. I pointed at his, I pointed at him and said, "If you need a remote worker, you know where to find me. Like I want this job." And you know, I want to touch on a, f a few people have, have said, uh, you know, have mentioned meetups and word camps. That is a great place to go and talk about these kinds of positions and find the opportunities that are out there. And sometimes that's the interview. You're up on stage and you're like, especially if you're interviewing with Chris Lemma. Right. You're like, here's the thing I do right here. Check this out. And they're like, oh, this guy actually knows something. This I, I, I want to be, be very clear. Um, everything is part of the interview. So if we're having lunch or if we're walking between buildings or if you wake up late at the hotel and show up to the WordCamp late, every single thing is part of the interview. So, so don't just wait for like, well, now you're going to ask me a WordPress question and then I'll turn it on. You need to be on the whole time. It also helps if you're a thought leader. 
good God. And you should always declare yourself a thought leader as well. You should be like, I am a thought leader because we're, that goes. We're all thought leaders here on the water cooler. Chris, what, what kind of breakfast should somebody bring to you if they if they want to get hired by you, Chris? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't I don't need I don't need you to bring breakfast, but I need you to finish your breakfast and get to meet me on time. Just to, um, to be clear, I accept bribes. Yeah. <laughs> somebody well, we can't bring you like a, a diet coke or something, Chris? <laughs> Diet Coke always works. Let me let me say this. We're talking a lot about the kinds of companies you want to join. Let's talk a little about what you need to do to prepare yourself. So if you are going to work in a remote environment, you need to demonstrate a certain commitment to your own time, your schedule, getting things delivered on time. I, I'm not joking when I say that the little things count because if you can't make it to an appointment on time or if you can't show up and meet someone uh, or deliver something that you say you're going to do, then it means I don't believe that you can work on your own far away from me and I can trust you, right? So having discipline, managing your time, uh, managing your voice online, right? Very few people can get away with being Andrew Norcross on Twitter. If you don't know Andrew Norcross, uh, then maybe you're just getting into this WordPress thing. But you have to be as smart or smarter than Norcross, deliver as much code as he does to be able to write whatever you want on Twitter. If you're not that good and you're writing whatever you want, your views may have a consequence on the company that hires you. And the company that hires you may not hire you because of those views. So you can write, hey, opinions are my own. But if your opinions... Uh, don't jive well with either the company or the company's customers, that can kill you, right? So if I'm looking at someone, I'm going to look at their social media track record. If every other photo on Facebook is a drunken down orgy, or if every... Oh, damn it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, That's I, I, I was just, <laughs> just going to say, if you hear a bunch of clicking noises, it's me <laughs> deleting. Yeah. Well, that's why Steve created his own company, so that nobody would have to hire him. That is exactly why Steve created his own company, and maybe you two should create your own company. But I'm just saying be aware of your persona, be aware of your brand, and be aware of how it demonstrates your discipline or not. If you're writing, like Bridget was writing on her own site, and I can go back and look and see how much you're writing, how well you're writing, if I can see a discipline in terms of how often you're publishing – that says something to me, right, that I don't even have to interview you for. I can see it and go, okay, I, get, I, I can pick up certain cues from that. If you don't demonstrate discipline, if you don't demonstrate uh, commitment, if you don't demonstrate uh, the kind of you know, uh, persona or brand that fits with my company, I, I'm not likely to even want to talk to you. Especially in WordPress because the culture is so important. Because it's it's not just the company culture; it's the culture of the entire ecosystem. Yeah. Well, and and if you're not familiar with the with the culture overall, I can say that the the one thing that uh, I experience when I go to all work camps is the uh, the culture of sharing, right? Sharing because this is an open source community, sharing is critical, right? And so I, I think if you can demonstrate that, that that's a good, it's at least a good start. Okay. Well. I think one important topic to, to talk about is um, I, I started off like a lot of people. I submitted my resume. I didn't get hired, and I decided what can I start doing better. I started you know, co-organizing our WordPress meetup. Then I ran a WordCamp, and then I started doing things on my own to like better my skills. What kind of stuff, Steve or Chris or, or anybody, do you think you could do to, to sharpen your skills 
just to even apply to a Zeke or to something like that. Forget about your resume. Forget, forget your resume. Okay. You res, you, if when I put up a job posting, I get a thousand resumes. So you're just gonna be, you're just gonna become part of the noise. You've got to stand out some in some other way. Uh, I don't know exactly what that is, but you know uh, the people that I've hired have stood out in some other way, and they've approached me in a different way than submitting a resume. Yeah. I would say, in your case, you personalize to the company. What's um, there was a lot of people talking about. <laughs> See, that was that was part of that noise that he was talking about. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris Ford. I've never written a generic cover letter. Every job I've ever tried to get has been specific to that company. If I go through a job listing and see these five things are the most important to them, I talk about those five things. I use the same language that they've used to show that I've paid attention to it. Don't just blanket stuff out because each company is different. Don't tell them, you know, I've seen so many that it's like, I just want a job. And what I've always tried to do is let people know I want this job. And I think that that makes a huge difference. Um, and if you don't get the job, ask why. Send a follow-up. What could I do to be considered when you have something else open? So I think differently than the general job market out there, because that's good advice in terms of getting a job or applying for a company. But I was going to say, and also I called you Zeke, which was hilarious, because getting the name of a company right is probably a really good idea, or the name of a person. <laughs> Don't well, call Steve Zeke, because it's not his name. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think the difference in WordPress, and what I was going to say about Steve is, Steve, you actually tend to hire from people within the community that you have met, that you've seen at WordCamps or at your developer meetups. And we've talked a lot about on the show about how you actually created the meetup and got an office as a space to recruit people. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, a resume is a resume. In the WordPress world, uh, all I see through uh, friends who have WordPress companies and friends who go and work for WordPress companies, you know, I, I watch everyone do all their shifting about. And what happens is it's, it's They've met each other at a WordCamp. They've worked with each other, you know, organizing a WordCamp. That's how people in the WordPress world are um, really getting hired. There's not, to me, a lot of, um, you know, cold calling that happens. Maybe if you are a someone who's working as a WordPress specialist at a non-WordPress company, yes. But in the WordPress world, most of the WordPress-focused companies that I know hire from within WordCamps and from within the WordPress culture of, of people who are involved. So if you are actually trying to get a WordPress-focused company, a job at a WordPress-focused company, the number one thing I would say is go where they are. Go meet them. Go talk to them in person because that is how you will stand out over the noise. That's the, you know, that's how TenUp hires everyone. They just go troll WordCamps. Automatic does the same thing. So does, so does, um, so does Crowd Favorite. So does Zengi. Yeah, that's I not, spoke. That's not true. To be clear, TenUp has recruiters, and they actually go through a formal process. They don't just stand at a WordCamp. <laughs> yeah, so I have they, to sit and and pull them from from knowing people. So, so I would say the other thing is. For what you want, be clear about how well you learn more than what you know. So what you know is going to change uh, and need to change dramatically over the next two, three, four years. What you are able to do in terms of learning, however, is a skill that will be required every day going forward. And so being able to demonstrate, as Russ was talking about, what kind of skills you need, being able to demonstrate a, an ability to pick up new skills 
is far more important than being able to say I'm a master of some technology that was really awesome two years ago but may not be in the future. Yeah, Chris, and that's, just hold that's, my thoughts. I, I wanted to say the same thing. More than having a whole bunch of skills, the, the passion and the ability to learn new things is much more important. Skills can be learned. That passion can't. Yeah, and that's that's the kind of trip that I was trying to take when I realized like this group we have in Orange County is really special and this is where I want to be. Um, I knew nothing going into the meetups and I knew that I needed to demonstrate that I was learning things. So while I, you know, I was I was learning and applying everything, I started building my own websites, um, and then I started speaking at the meetups, and then I spoke at three word camps, and then I was helping to run the design meetup here in Orange County all before uh, I, I got an actual job within WordPress. So this was all a hobby for me. Um, so I, I guess that I guess that worked to help you know show like, hey, I learned things. You know, this is this is what I was able to apply when Steve um, decided that he wanted to be sadistic enough to look at my code <laughs> and figure out where I had gone wrong with this website. Um, so yeah, like all of that goes a really long way. It's just building that, building that that uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Reputation. Well, the reputation for yourself within the company, or not within the company, within the community, that you're a person that will learn and apply and keep growing and get things done. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with having somebody be a hobbyist in this and be able to turn that hobby something that you're passionate about because passion means that you're doing it for free, which means that you're interested in just doing it. So by having that passion for doing what you're doing, I think really works out in the long run for you know somebody that may want to be hired. Well, I just want to say that that's actually how I got my start with web dev is that I, I applied to do support with them and I started jumping on the advanced Facebook group, and I know that the guy who hired me, he saw everything I was doing, or you know, I, I was very active, and so he, he he didn't look past me. He just said, "Hey, can you show me, you know, a couple more examples? Fill out this thing real quick." And it was as simple as that, you know. But I, I think what Chris was saying is building that track record and showing you can do the work instead of on a resume saying I'm a thought leader. I think goes a long way. You just want to say thought leader. The other thing I would tell you is be comfortable suggesting a job, suggesting a role, even if it's a part-time role. Also be comfortable hearing no, right? So there are a lot of people who will, when I was a crowd favorite, they would approach me with, I don't really want to code anymore. I'd like to travel to WordCamps, and I'd like to be the evangelist for your company. And, and I would say... No. Have you met Kareem? Say, yeah, um, can you sign me up for that. Right? I'm like, yeah, oh, that, that sounds like everybody's dream job. <laughs> Not everybody's. See, for me, I had to be flexible with traveling, which I hate. Yeah. Who, who wouldn't want all expense paid, you know, trips to, to Cleveland and, uh, and the opportunity... <laughs> <laughs> and and the opportunity, you know, to stand around and chat with people and, and be friendly. And you're like, no, 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 I'm going to need you to fashion a role where I pay you and you make me money. And and if, if those two pieces don't connect, then, you know, you have to be comfortable hearing no. Someone may say, I need that. There's a lot of people that may not. So you want to start spending time getting to know the companies you're talking to, getting to know their problems, find a way to create a solution for their problems, and that'll give you a better shot at getting in there. Okay. And, and a great way to do that is to meet them at a WordCamp or a meetup. 
And, and one thing I will say is that a developer role is not a fake it till you make it kind of role. Right? Yeah. So be yeah. honest with your skills. If somebody approaches no. you and they and they ask you if you can do a certain thing, do not don't be dishonest about that. And they'll appreciate that and remember you, uh, you know, later on down the line when they have something that's appropriate for your skills. So from the interesting takeaway from this in comparison to other episodes where it's like, yeah, sure, if clients ask us if we can do something, we'll be like, yeah, totally, no problem. That's my but job. If someone, but that's your job. <laughs> that's different than if someone like, like Steve is hiring you, then you better not say that and Google it later. That is the conflicting advice we are giving you here. I, 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 cooler. I just want Chris <laughs> Lemma, I just want him to say that last phrase like the boss in the uh, office space where it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna need yeah. you to, to to take a position and make me muddy. <laughs> okay. we're, we're gonna need you to go ahead and come in on Sunday too. Yeah. <laughs> I think the the key thing here is when you start getting into WordPress and the culture of Word culture of WordPress, something about it just speaks to a certain type of person, and the culture becomes something that you want to kind of be more into, be more of a part of. There's a lot of growth. There's a lot of um, startup stuff that's happening. It's an exciting time with API and apps that are happening. So this is an exciting field to be in in general. It's an exciting industry, and it's an exciting small community. So, you know, the best way to be a part of that is to be a part of it, whether you're working for it a WordPress-focused company or bringing WordPress out into the world for a company that you already work for, you know, maybe it's, you know, just developing those skills or even just blogging, you can be a part of WordPress without having to work for one of five of the, you know, top companies. And, and I will say it's not for everyone. It's not, it's not the right fit for everyone. And I say that I'm specifically talking about uh, certain salespeople that I've known in the past, right? Mm -hmm. This is not the same kind of sales job that I've seen in other industries. It's not for those slick type of salespeople because even the, even the sales within the WordPress community works a little bit different. Right, right. Mm -hmm. It's totally different. You can't just pass out your business cards. Right, it's not no. for car salesmen. Yeah, yeah, and you even can't the, the and under deliver. That's right. The marketing, as as uh, Bridget will tell you, is is totally different. It's not like we're the best. We're the best. It's very focused on education. It's very focused on community connecting and profiling the community. So even those roles that are uh, more generic to other parts of business are still seeped in that WordPress culture. So I don't think you can get into a WordPress company without uh, really embracing the culture. I've told I've had this conversation with Chris uh, before. I think the toughest role in this in this particular industry is business development, because typical biz dev people that come from other industries don't know how to fit within this environment. Yeah, yeah. For sure. which is exciting, which makes it new. It's it's, awesome. it's 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 a new type of doing business. It's it's blending this ethos of open source with business, and that's new and cutting edge and exciting. That's and it's different than Silicon Valley and the tech world. That's happening also, so it's cool. That's why I like it. Folks, that <laughs> is about it for today. Man, we did a really great job today. I, I in the chat we were talking about how how on topic we were. That was amazing. <laughs> Folks, that's about it for today. Go over to whoarco.com, click on the links there to subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the little thumbs up button. We'd appreciate it. And if you're not watching this on YouTube, just leave a comment someplace. We'd appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.